This is the Venturing Angler Podcast. I'm Tim Harden. In this episode, we'll chat with Will Flack about fly fishing and guiding in Belize. Let's chat with Will. We're in Saskatchewan. <laughs> I'm actually going to leave that in. Um, we're in Orlando, Florida uh, at the International Fly Tackle Dealer Show with Will Flack. Uh, Will, welcome to uh, the episode of the Venturing Angler Podcast. Thanks for having me. So you spend a lot of time in Belize. Um, where, are you, where do you concentrate your attention in Belize? Uh, well, it's, uh, you know, we've got uh, our fly shop in the north and we've got a new permit lodge in the south. Um, but we fish all over the country. I mean, if you need a trip in Belize, we're, uh, we can get it dialed in. If it's not one of us, we've got other friends around, around the country that can, can get you on the water. So you're originally from Canada. Vancouver um, Island, baby. <laughs> what drew you to Belize? I mean, Belize is in many ways a, a substantial part of your life. Um, it's the biggest part of my life now, yeah. Um, so a long time ago, it's just... Uh, a friend of mine was uh, getting ready to uh, go down and on a bone fishing trip, and just I ended up going down with him and fell in love with the country, and it just pretty much escalated very fast from there, you know. And uh, what's not to love about Belize? A lot of permit. I've noticed that. So I've noticed you've caught a lot of permit. Um, I've I've caught zero. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny, it's funny you say that because <laughs> it's actually one of the, my, the best things about my job is, is it's not I wouldn't, the best, the, the favorite part of my job is I get to see a lot of people catch their first permit. And uh, I, it's good for their soul and it's really good for my soul. That's why I think I love my job so much. Nice. Is it an ideal place to catch permit? Are there, is there a reason why more people are catching or are more people catching their first permit there? Um, I just, I, you know, I just think, you know, I've fished all over the Caribbean and, um, you know, Mexico, Belize, Honduras, Cuba. I just got back from Cuba with Yellow Dog and it was a, a great permit trip there. But um, we've got this great inshore fishery. You know, we've got that, that barrier reef extends from Mexico all the way down to Honduras. But the majority of it is right off the coast of Belize. And it just creates the most perfect habitat, um, you know, the sand limestone in the north in San Pedro and uh, down where we are at the Permit Club, um, just these submerged coral flats. And it's just, I've, I've been everywhere there is to fish for them. And I just, I think it's the best place, the best habitat. Um, it's just, it's why I live there. You know, if you know me, you know, I love Permit. And it's, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd live anywhere else. That's great. Um, what is it about Permit that that you love. You've, I know that you've caught a lot of, a lot of it, species in it, a lot of places. It's, uh, I love the challenge. Uh, for me as a guide and as a, as, as a fly angler, I mean, as a guide, I love the challenge of, of, you know, chasing that fish and trying to get that person that first permit or that 10th permit or whatever it may be. Um, so me as a guide, it's just that challenge. And the same thing as a fly angler. It's just, you know, most people associate permit with you know, the hardest species to, to catch on the fly. And I think it's correct. You know, it's, uh, there's a lot of, a lot of species out there. Permit just don't like to eat, you know, flies. <laughs> <laughs> and in my experience, um, and I could 
my experience is limited, but shots are fast. Um, the fish are moving quickly. For people who don't do it often, they're difficult to see. Um, and so... Yeah, I mean, they're just... I think they're the, the smartest fish that swims in the sea. You know, it's... Uh, like you said, yeah, sometimes the shots are fleeting. Sometimes there's no shots at all. Sometimes there's thousands of shots. And it's just... If you want to be miserable, come permit fishing. <laughs> but go to Belize. Yeah, go to Belize. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned uh, you cover a bit of the country. Are there regional differences between the north and the south? Yeah, you know, uh, it's, it, it's a good question, and I get it a lot. You know, in the north, um, we have a lot of uh, deeper water flats, a lot of white sand, a lot of limestone. Um, up off San Pedro, you know, on the, uh, the west side back in Chetamal Bay. And uh, a lot of schooling fish, a lot of bigger schools, deeper water. Um, you know, you can find them up on the flats tailing. Um, but it, it is a lot of deeper water flats. Fishing a lot of shrimps, um, you know, mantis patterns. The farther you move south, you kind of lose that and you get more, I would say, the more technical kind of permit fishing where it's, the majority is shallow water flats. Um, you know, they're coming out of deep water with, with the rising or the falling tide as long as the water's moving. They're coming up onto the flats, they're feeding on crabs. Um, shallow water, one to three feet, and uh, super technical. What is the country of Belize like? If people have been to other places um, on the flats, like Mexico and... You know, it's... Uh, the real good thing about Belize... Um, for the traveling angler coming from Canada, the United States, it's uh, really easy to get to, um, and it's English speaking. You know, it was British Honduras before. Um, you know, one of the things that is my favorite thing about Belize is the people. Everybody is so nice. You know, everybody's helpful. It's it's uh, and it's not so big. There's 400,000 people in the country. We're surrounded by Gua or, uh, Mexico to the north with 120. Guatemala with three million. We're surrounded by these these countries with huge populations. And Belize is still just this tiny little entity tucked in the corner. And the people are great. Um, you know, we're surrounded by the sea on one side and the jungle on the other. And it's uh, it's just a a great 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 place to live and it sounds like it fishes well year-round um yep i mean we have our seasons for migratory tarpon um we have you know great tides in the fall the uh you know we've got the bonefish permit and the tarpon um you know same as yucatan mexico and uh it's just any time of year you know saltwater fishing you know if the weather's good the fishing's usually pretty good um you know, but you, 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 get, you get your seasons, you know, cold front seasons, November, December, January, just like in the Gulf, coming off Florida, Cuba, same thing. We get those, uh, those same cold fronts, and then you get your dry season, February to June, and then the hot, humid, you know, thunder squall season in the summer. Right. Is, um, so I imagine there's resident tarpon and then that are always there, and then you've got migratory. Yep, yep. so the, the migratory tarpon, you know, historically show up in June, you know, um, July, August, September into October is kind of like the real good stuff. Uh, the, uh, yeah, residents, you know, to 50 pounds, 60 pounds, and then, you know, the migratory ones, you know, you get the bigger ones that come in. Um, they're found all over the country, but the migratory fishing off of kind of like Belize City, 
in the north is kind of like consistently better. You can find migratory tarpon in the south, but it's not as prolific as it is, say, off of Belize City um, or uh, out of San Pedro. What Do you have a favorite time of the year to fish down there? Right now. Uh, you know, I, I like late summer, early fall, uh, less fishing pressure. Um, the weather can be kind of finicky if you, you know, you get uh, squalls blown through. Uh, but, you know, like we're here at ICAST right now, and yesterday uh, one of my guides, Mike Anderson, and our, our good buddy from Pennsylvania, Matt Andrews, they got uh, two or three to the boat yesterday. Wow. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, I, I kind of wish I was there permit fishing and not doing a podcast. Me too, because that beats my, <laughs> that beats, well, I'm glad to have you here, but their two or three days yesterday beats my all-time two or, by two or three. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you got to come see us. Yeah, I'd love to. Is it unusual uh, to have multiple permit in a day? Uh, no, not necessarily. I mean, permit being permit or, you know, usually just a pain in the ass, but um, it's not uncommon. You know, it's, uh, I'm always... I look at a successful permit day like this. You know, if we're finding the fish and we're getting shots, we're doing things right, right? Got to have a little bit of luck, got to fish the bug well, um, you know, and there's those days where you're going to hook them and break them off. And, and uh, I don't know if the listeners followed our, uh, our journey with uh, Jeff Courier last December, um, but he was down and we were uh, filming and taking photos. And, uh, you know, I think that, the first three days, uh, you know, Jeff Kerr A came down with the, you know, the bubonic plague super <laughs> flu to Belize, and we all got oh, sick. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. You think he'd be immune at this point? Yeah. To every disease in the world. Yeah. No. So he 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 ended up showing up. He he wasn't feeling well. Then in turn, we didn't feel well, and we hit three days of the worst cold front. I mean, it went down to fifty-eight degrees. Oh wow. It was so cold. I didn't take off bibs and fleece pants for three days. Okay. So I think we saw three permit in three days, I think. It was, it was really tough. Wind was blowing 30 miles an hour to the north. Um, and then over the next three days, the weather got good. And I think we lost four or five permit huh. on camera. I mean, and, it, it's, and then you have one of the best anglers in the world, Jeff Courier. I mean, he's caught like 400 species on the fly. And it's permit fishing. I mean, even when you have the best guy on the bow of your boat and the fish are eating, we just we couldn't get it done, you know, breaking off on coral, hooks pulling out. And that's permit fishing. <laughs> but uh, you can get multiple fish in a day, in, in, in one day. It's not uncommon. I've noticed recently that there are a number of environmental initiatives happening in Belize. Yeah, you know, we've, we've, we've been, uh, been fighting a bunch of stuff lately um, over the last several years. Um, one of the biggest ones is the development going on. Everybody probably saw in, like, the Washington Post, New York Times, that whole blackador thing that that's kind of uh got put on the back burner it, you know it's the development's not really going on right now and then you've probably saw actually in the last few days the defend kyle rosario mm-hmm. um initiative that uh is uh going going right now uh which is a huge hot topic in san pedro in the northern part of the country um you know just sustainable development is is what we care about you know we're not against development we're not you know are there substantial threats coming in uh i mean it's just you know you have a great one of the greatest permit flats in northern belize that might have 150 cabins on the water Hmm. in a couple years and it's just 
you know, it, it's just not the right way to do things. Right. So we're, you know, that, that initiative has just launched the website. Um, the, all the social media has just kind of gone through, and you probably saw it on your feed. I did. Um, we've been working with uh, the YDCCF, the Yellow Dog Community Conservation Fund, um, at the grassroots level uh, in Belize. And, uh, you know, we, we have our tournament every year. And uh, so the proceeds from last year's tournament, we just donated 10000 U.S. dollars to the YDCCF um, to, be, to be used back in Belize um, for the Gillnet uh, fight. You know, we have a lot of poachers in southern Belize um, that are coming into Belizean waters and, and uh, poaching our fish. And we're just, uh, you know, it's one of the big issues. We're trying to get the, the, the gillnet banned um, in Belize right now. And it's, it's close to my heart and close to a lot of people's hearts. Um, you know, I've seen other, you know, states, you know, and where you're from, California, Oregon, didn't the government buy all the nets back? from the commercial fishermen back in the day. I, I, I remember that happening. Um, we need to, we need to, Belize is such a, just this little crown jewel, and we need to be um, more sustainable in our fishing methods. And uh, the gillnet is not it. So we're, we, I mean, we need, I would, you know, let's get some education out there. Let's get it grassroots. Let's retrain people. Let's, let's become tour guides. Let's, 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 you know, we were the first ones in 2009. Um, to protect bonefish permit and tarpon is catch and release. Mm. Well, well, you can't do that, but then net rivers, right, exactly. you know, yeah. or build hotels where hotels shouldn't be built. So we're, uh, you know, we're, we're super proud to be involved with that YDCCF, um, defend Kyle Rosario. You know, it's, it's, cl it's close to my heart. It's close to a lot of people's hearts. I mean, if you ask any fly fishing guide in Belize, they're super passionate about it, um, like they would be anywhere else. And... Hopefully, people realize that the in, the increased interest in fishing, fly fishing in Belize, has skyrocketed so much in 10, 15 years oh, that yeah, it's crazy. a great source of, um, you know, revenue for the government and tourism in the area. And exactly, like and and that's it. I mean, we you know you, we we need to stop looking short term, and we need to start looking long term. We need to have a vision, a plan, and uh, you know we're uh, you know there's a lot of stakeholders involved, which you know, it makes it really complicated, A, to get things done, the politics behind it all. And, you know, we, I look at it as it should be a win-win for everybody, you know. And if, if we start to, you know, adopt that and, you know, just try to be more sustainable and, and do what's right, so 25, 30, 35 years down the road, you know, we're still going to have healthy bonefish permit and tarpon populations. You know, and that's going to be beneficial for the country of Belize, the people of Belize, and the tourists coming to our country. So if someone like me were planning to head down there and mm -hmm. thinking about fishing, um, what gear, uh, rods, reels, flies, um, and other things that maybe I haven't thought of uh, would you want to pack? You need three rods in Belize um, for most of the year. You need an 8-weight, a 9-weight, and a 10-weight. Um, you can get away with all floating lines. Uh, in the summertime, when we get the migratory tarpon, 11, 12 weight with an intermediate, nice. you're good to go. That's, that, it's super simple, um, eight weight for bonefish, uh, nine weight for the permit, 10 weights your small tarpon, bigger permit rod, all floating lines. It's, uh, that's, that's, what I, that's what I fish. And you, you mentioned the mantis shrimp. Are there other 
flies down there. That yeah, you know, I mean, your your permit box, uh, you know, should have an assortment of crabs. I mean, the, the crabs we fish in Belize are a little smaller, so size six, size four. Um, tans, light browns, greens, uh, you're good with that. The mantis shrimp, white, tan, olive green. You know, throw some orange in there for the spawning side of things. Um, you know, buggy-looking flies, rubber legs. So uh, I'd love to talk more about the businesses you have down there. Um, so there's two. two. Two entities. So, yeah, we've, um, I mean, if you guys follow us on social media, Belize Fly has got, so we've got um, the Trace Pescados Fly Shop in San Pedro. Um, we run our guide, guide service there, outfitting service out of there. Um, it's a destination fly shop. You're going to find great selection of bugs, leaders, tippet. You know, if you break your fly rod in your ceiling fan, you know, um, right. and you only have one eight weight, come see us. We'll get you another one. <laughs> um, a lot of logoed gear, you know, just uh, stuff that the traveling angler's going to maybe need. You know, he's going to run out of leaders, you know. Um, does he need a new pair of wading boots? Probably not because he probably brought his own. Mm -hmm. um, and then out of that shop, you know, every year we have the Trace Pescado Slam tournament, which is the uh, catch and release tournament in Belize. So every year we get 20 boats uh, coming down, fishing for three days out of San Pedro. And we, uh, most Grand Slams win. And it's, it's not a super serious tournament. <laughs> you know, I get that question a lot, you know. Oh, I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm new to saltwater fishing, but your tournament looks fun. Come on down. I mean, it's a great time. Everyone has a good time. It's not super serious. We're always giving each other shit and, you know, teasing everybody. But uh, it's just, it's a real good time. And we, we just, we try to raise a bunch of money. Um, to help, you know, support sustainable fishing, education, and habitat. That's great. Um, so that's it. And then uh, our new operation that's been uh, up and running for a year or so, uh, the Permit Club, Belize Permit Club down south. Uh, that's that's kind of where I've been the last uh, few years, just getting that dialed in. It's our uh, hardcore permit lodge. Um, yeah, we don't go bone fishing. We don't go tarpon fishing. We're, we're you know, we're there. It's a funny joke right now. I'm always telling people to read the sign. <laughs> um, we, uh, we just, we strictly are out there looking for permit tails and, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's my baby right now. So you've got some dedicated permit anglers going down there, I'm sure. Yeah, we do. It's, uh, we know we've done a bunch of host trips now and we've got, uh, got guys coming down. Maddie, Maddie Andrews is there right now and got a couple yesterday. So he's, he's pumped. Nice. Yeah. For someone who's thinking about heading down to Belize, is there anything that they should know? Uh, I mean, we got a lot of info on our website, but, uh, you know, if anybody's got any questions for me, you know, I'm, you know, if I've got, if I've got time, I love talking to people, I love reaching out to people when they reach out to me. So, you know, even if you're not fishing with us and you've got any questions, whatever, I'm, I'm happy to help, you know, I'm, I love Belize and I love to promote Belize. So yeah, belizefly.com if you need to, uh, to get a hold of us. Terrific. And Belizefly on Instagram, and then you're also on Twitter and Facebook as Facebook, well. Facebook, Trace Pescado's Fly Shop. Yep, Belizefly, Instagram, Twitter. Um, yeah, check out our feed. Fantastic. Thanks, Will. Thanks, Timmy. Mm -hmm.